world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Hi from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. So, this is episode 408. If you're listening to this episode, it's Sunday morning, and I will see you all in Trenton at 8.30 in the morning. We, the people of NJ.com, are March on Murphy on Facebook. We are meeting on or near the War Memorial on Tuesday the 26th at 8.30 a.m. Uh, Rob Bermudez had to get a permit with the state police. He had to get some porta-potties, and uh, I believe we're going to have a podium and a uh, PA system as well, free of charge uh, from the state police helping us out here. Wow. Uh, so we're going to be marching around and slow walking. We're hoping to have over 10,000 people. There was like 7,000 people registered on the Facebook page. So get there if you can. I will be there. This could be monumental for us. Hopefully we'll get some press. Hopefully we can turn this into 100,000 people because the march towards communism is on our way. And uh, we have a special guest today. And after I introduce her, I'm going to talk about a couple of things I learned from a Cuban who moved to this country at a young age. So we have none other than Her Highness Tactissi in the studio. Her Highness? How, I know, how do I follow that up? I was going to be like all excited and you added Her <laughs> Highness. You got me all flustered. No, I'm not a, I am no princess. Listen, if I had over 600,000 followers I, on Facebook, no, I, I would be wearing a crown and a scepter no, and yeah. a robe as well. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I would. So, no, you're, you're allowed. So, uh, she's back on the show because today, what are you going to be doing in my place today? You got something going on with Jimmy and Robert Prouse, right? Oh, yeah. I'm in, I'm uh, taking full advantage of that shoot house you have over there. You'll be doing a little bit more force-on-force stuff. So we're doing some less than lethal force on force stuff with UTM rounds, mm -hmm. with Glocks and ARs that have their barrels modified, Correct. replaced, and we have bullets uh, that give you some nice pain penalty. That's right. There's no better tool for learning than pain. And it's going to be you and Lisa, one of our members, mm -hmm. and her girlfriend from uh, New Zealand. Oh, Actually, that was she's, I, she's a Kiwi. Did uh, you hear her accent? New Zealand. I didn't because we yeah. quick introductions and I had yeah, to come you'll, over this you'll get, you'll get to talk to her. So uh, I think that's uh, pretty cool. And then yeah. we'll have you back to talk about it after you uh, either win or lose. <laughs> There's uh, no win or lose. We'll see. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. I recommend everybody try it. We're going to start offering classes now on the Force on Force, but you're like the proverbial uh, guinea pig. That's. Great. Yes, isn't that great? <laughs> Bobby Prouse is pretty skilled in the ways of yeah. SWAT technology for many, many years. And just, uh, just talking to him for a few minutes, I'm already intimidated. Good. I'm like, great, I'm going to get lit up today. Him I did last weekend, too. Him and Bones are both uh, over 25 years, Passaic County SWAT teams. They were captains of the SWAT teams. They retired as captains. So uh, they've breached many a door 
in their day. Those people are crazy. Yes, yeah. yeah it takes a special kind of person to be the first one through a door. Yeah, he he lived on that stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, he's still the real deal. And him and uh, Tony and Uzzolino sometimes, uh, Captain Uzzolino, all three of my top tactical guys are retired as captains, by the way. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty cool. Fancy. And then I have a deputy chief with Tom Giordano, and then I got a couple of more uh, sergeants and officers, and the best of the best. So you're you're gonna you're gonna love it. Stacking the deck in your favor. Yes. Well, you know why? Because those guys have the juice to teach these classes because they have so many real-world experiences. There's too many people out there. You know, our Urban Pistol series is taught by the real deal. They're all prior military, prior law enforcement, and they weren't, like, just a patrolman. They all... Did, like I can't teach a class like that. I, I don't have the I don't have the backing. That's why I tell everyone: good, qualified instructors. You have to vet your instructors. Yes. I can go teach this class. I've only taken it a few times. I can teach it. Am I going to be the best instructor? No. No one should take a class on this from me yet. But I'm getting there. Yet. Yet. But yeah, a lot a lot of people they shine up they sign up for the shiny new thing and mm-hmm. then and then if you have somebody in 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 the class who asks the instructor so what what are your credentials you know well I was a, a mall cop for 14 <laughs> years and I took a class by you know somebody and uh, then I mm-hmm. started my own school and I stole all of their you know curriculum and now I'm teaching it listen there are some guys out there that don't have the juice that are good teachers you know but I'd rather go straight to the source. That's right. I want I want to be taught by people who've been shot at. I'm taught by the guy who teaches the guys to shoot other guys in the face. See? My my friend who runs his own company is a close quarter combat school instructor for the Green Berets. No, that's, that's pretty much... That's the juiciest juice you can get right there. There's no one really above him. Wow. Mm-hmm. So now are you going to be at NRA? Of course. Okay. Of course. La- I didn't see her the last, like, three times. Yeah. There's only 80,000 people. I, I don't no, understand how we don't run into yeah, each other. I can't understand that. But I, ca- I have a full dance card and I keep a, I do. keep Jimmy very busy mm-hmm. as well. I give him like 15 minutes a day to himself, which is the most I can give. So if you're listening to the show, the NRA website is nraam.com nraannualmeeting.com This year it's in Indianapolis, Indiana, which you've been to Indy, right? Yes. Go Karts. Indy has go-karts. They have the Speedway. And what you would like about Indy is it's not like Memphis. Everything's level in Mm -hmm. Indiana. Memphis, everything was on like an 85-degree angle. So if you walked out of... Right? Do you remember Memphis? No, we weren't in Memphis. You weren't in Memphis? No. I've been in Memphis. Which one was Memphis? How long ago uh, was that? I don't know. I'm old. Are you thinking Nashville? Maybe it was Nashville. Maybe it was Nashville. Was, Nashville? was it hilly? Yeah, there's some hills in Nashville. Yeah, because yeah, you're young, you talk that way. My hotel was on the top of the hill, and the NRA meeting area was on the bottom. <laughs> so it was cool getting there, but 10, 11 o'clock at night, not so cool. It was a really steep angle, but it was nice. I mean, the main strip was mm-hmm. level, but Indianapolis is level. And yeah. the, the main strip is nice. There's a cigar lounge there. Mm-hmm. The speedways there. It's just overall great, and, you know, Forget the SHOT Show. We've talked about this before. Go to the NRA annual meeting. You will love it. Uh, Tactissi, what, what do you like about the NRA annual meetings? I mean, share with us, our listeners, why should women go to the NRA annual meeting? Tell them why it's not just a guy thing. Everyone who goes to NRAM wants to be at NRAM. People plan their vacations to go there. People yeah. are happy to be there. People want you. The vendors want you to come there. They want you to come and test everything. They want you to come and touch and see and feel and try and experience everything. 
they're welcoming. Shot Show is very not correct. So correct. <laughs> I hate to dog on it, but it's it's black and white. I yeah. hate to shot. Show. I mean, if you if you own a chain of gun stores or a go, or if you own a range, a range or something like that, it, it's perfectly acceptable. I, s- I sign ammo deals for the year right. while I'm there. Right, and that's what you're there for. Correct. It's an industry show. It's an industry trade show. These guys are there trying to make money to yeah. sell. But there's so many of the five or six million NRA members, there's so many people that do, don't know what goes on at an annual meeting. Right. I mean, the guest right. speakers, book signings, right. you know. It, it's, it's, ex- and it's then exciting. Have, it's fun. They have entertainment, right? They always book street they, entertainment. concert every year? Yeah, I mean, they have a paid concert on mm-hmm. Saturday night, but every night, like starting Wednesday night, yeah, they block off an area. Mm-hmm. Like Toby Keith yep. is performing or Charlie, right? Yeah. I mean, it's free. Yeah. 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 And the all the seminars and the oh, it's great. Tons of seminars that tons you can of just seminars. Pop women's in. only events. If you're intimi- if you're a woman and you want to go but you don't have anybody to go with and you're intimidated, women's only events all weekend long. They're running. Uh, they always run refuse to be a victim mm-hmm. student classes and refuse to be a victim instructor classes. Yeah. Usually free. Every uh, the last Friday of the, um, the the Friday at ten o'clock in the morning, I'm speaking this year at clubs and associations again. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I presented last year from ten to twelve, and I'm doing it again this year. Uh, so they asked me to to do that, and uh, I also belong to the Heritage Society and the Ring of Freedom mm-hmm. because I'm what they consider a high donor. <laughs> so I get invited to all of these other events, yeah, yeah, which are pretty cool. Now, high donor, so I I, I donate to the Civil Rights Defense Fund, and I ear them earmark the money to go to New Jersey defense That's cases. Good. And then how I got into the Heritage Society was I did something that's real easy to do. I put the NRA in my will. What? That's all. I put the NRA in my will, the, the Civil Rights Defense Fund. When I die, the NRA gets a chunk of change. <laughs> and by doing that, it automatically put me in the Heritage Society, so I get invited to these luncheons and private tours. I mean, when we were in uh, Charlotte, we got a private tour of Richard Childress's Vineyard yeah, and, and restaurant. Oh, and super nice. jealous. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so by, just by putting the NRA in your will, you can earmark as little as you know $10,000 when you pass or whatever, but you can put your guns in. You know, yeah, like I was gonna say I don't have ten thousand yeah, dollars to get the NRA. But, uh, <laughs> but you're not. No, you would do it after you're gone if it was part of your life insurance. Right. So. Um, but yeah, uh. so there's so many other things going on. The free seminars, talking to people. I mean, you'll you'll see Wayne Lapierre walking around, mm-hmm. Chris Cox walking around, Dana Lesh. She'll be there. NRA TV, NRA News sets up. So you can meet Cam and company. Last year, I hung out with Dan Bongino for a little bit. So, what else do you like about it besides the food? Tell me. Oh, that's like number one, the food. The food. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, but I do love the food. Um, I love the women's only events. Um, I go every year to the Women's Leadership Forum, and it's 200 like-minded women in the same room. Men are allowed there, too, by the way. No, they're not. I'm kidding. I was just going to say. Yeah. The only men are the speakers. If there's It's a usually Susan LaPierre, Correct. right, heads it yes. with a few other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's the new energy breakfast that they hold as well, women's only new energy Correct. breakfast. I go to the prayer yeah. breakfast on the Sunday mornings. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's only like 3,000 people at the prayer breakfast. Yeah, it's that's a big one. Yeah. But but you know what? Talk about networking. Mm-hmm. You know, meeting with people, talking with people. Oh, by the way, as Heritage Society and Ring of Freedom, we also have a private VIP lounge. Shut up. Off the show floor. <laughs> See how he brags about all that stuff? <laughs> of course. Why not? Yeah, they have all kinds of goodies. Last year, they had a knife ma- manufacturer there, free knives, with custom well, engraving. Well, don't tell me if I can't come. So, well, uh, if you want, Jimmy and I will walk you up to the door. You can look in the room. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but you you, sh- you you should go. Where I don't even know where 2020's uh, annual meeting is. Listen, there might also be something special Nashville. at this annual meeting. It's in Nashville. I'm pretty sure. Pretty certain we're going to Nashville. There, there might be something special in the in the this one. I might get sworn in and get my robe and cape oh, and scepter. Yay. That'd be very nice. And uh, I want to thank Tech Tissy for shooting all of those marvelous educational videos which You're we welcome. shared. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing how much you got beat up about that, right? Like people commenting negatively about the NRA. You know what? I, I had a suspicion that there were going to be some. I did not know how bad it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Welcome I'm, to my world. I'm very, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is one of the reasons why I never got political beforehand, but I walked to that fire. But if we don't have the 800-pound gorilla, who do right. we have? Yeah. Listen, yeah. SAF, GOA, I belong to them. Firearms Policy Coalition, mm-hmm. I belong to all three. I donate to all of them. I donate to my local organizations, too. And I don't knock any of them. I remain silent. There was one in New Jersey I used to knock a long time ago, but I don't even bring that up anymore, you know, I'm going forward. But uh, it's amazing that, and so many people are uneducated because, like... So many people are uneducated. Correct. Like Maddening... I get on my post, people say, when is the NRA going to do something for New Jersey? And then I post a you link. you got to link everything and yeah, shut them up. This is the mm-hmm. Magban case. This is our Rogers Concealed Carry case. This is this case. Oh, I had no idea. Then shut then up. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. If you're not going to do the research, you don't get to comment. You're not going to educate yourself. Shut up and sit in the corner. And, you know, the NRA is a member organization, and they're fighting a slew of lawsuits. They just won in Illinois. They backed the lawsuit where there was a complete ban on assault of weapons, a.k.a., you know, AR-15s mm-hmm. or whatever. They, the NRA won. That was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Well, how I many mean, people know about that? Yeah. Only the people in the know. Right. And, you know, you don't even have to be an NRA member to t- sign up for news alerts for NRA or your state association. Mm-hmm. You have the Pennsylvania Firearms Owners Association. Mm-hmm. They're extremely active. I'm a member. Mm-hmm. I'm a member of the New York State, Pennsylvania, Delaware, Maryland, and New Jersey. Oh, excuse me, and Illinois, state rifle and pistol, because uh, the president is a good friend of mine, and I, <laughs> I support. But I stay educated, and I read. People just, they follow that line. Right. Oh, the coalition, uh, what's it, uh, what's that other organization? Gun Owners of America. Gun Owners of America is very good, but they don't have the pull. Right. And, you know, like... Jeff Knox and, and Chris Knox, who were very critical of the NRA, their dad was Neil Knox, he's written articles for Ammo Land saying that, you know, he's, he, he busts the NRA, but we still need the NRA. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We do, too. You know? We don't, if the NRA does something we don't, you know, we don't approve of or whatever, we say so. I think they gave in too easy on bump, bump stocks. Right, yeah. exactly. You know, so, and now Joshua Prince, who's a close friend, friend of mine, Prince. he's mm-hmm. a friend of yours yeah. and mine, uh, uh, who, I say he's the Evan Knappen of PA, which is, like, that's a high regard, because yeah. Evan Knappen is our guy, mm-hmm. and Prince Law Group, he's our guy, right? So how do you know Joshua? Uh, we've taken some classes together. We spoke at a seminar, the same seminar, two years ago, and just struck up a friendship, and he's a great guy to know. He's a great guy, and he's a great guy to know, and I tell him all the time, I do not envy your job or your position. That poor man gets no sleep and no rest. No. Now, he loves it. I met his dad last Tenacious. year at NRA mm-hmm. because I'm going to rub it in again because 
Joshua Prince is also a freedom, uh, an NRA Ring of Freedom member. Yes. So we did a couple of tours. We went to, I think, we whoever's presidential library we went to. Oh, yeah, you tell me about the library. Yeah, and he yeah. was, well, I hung out with him and his dad, me and, and Jimmy. <laughs> so I got to meet his dad finally because mm-hmm. I see him every year at the And we communicate on a line. And, and I refer a lot of customers. When I get people from PA, I use Peter Tillam in New York State, Evan Knapp and Dan Schmutter in New Jersey, and Joshua Prince mm-hmm. is my PA go to guy. Anybody comes up to me with a question, legality they got in trouble I just email Josh and I copy that person I'm like and then he'll email me back I got it from here because I don't want to be on the exchanges anymore you know my girlfriend said I did this and I don't want to know bye (laughs) I'm good but yeah he's he's good to have around so he's fighting the good fight on that bump stock thing yeah he's just had a bunch of court stuff went Mm -hmm. on he won another uh, victory another level so we're, we're actually uh, we're actually getting there, you know, and Trump... Give him money to continue. Yeah, donate. You can donate, yes. Prince Law Group, he's always looking for uh, donations. Now, Adam Kraut works for him, right? <coughs> he does. Yeah, and Adam Kraut's... The two of us are running on petition. Mm-hmm. Anywhere my name came up, somebody said vote Adam Kraut. And yes. anywhere Adam Kraut's name come up, somebody would say vote uh, Colandro. So I think the two of us probably have a good chance. Adam's kind of running this year the way I was running five years ago under the antagonistic platform so it's it's actually a little harder for him uh the nra kind of knows my position mm-hmm. already and i'm just i'm not as uh, angry as adam is <laughs> i guess that maybe they're, they're a little more afraid of adam because he wants to rewrite bylaws and yes, stuff he does. you know yeah. and uh, yeah. i'm all for transparency i think board members should be at board meetings <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't go 11 teen years without being right. at a board meeting like a Ted Nugent. Uh, um, Ted Nugent, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Marion Hammer. He's doing so right. well for us. Everyone keeps yeah. voting for him. This is sarcasm. But Ted Nugent shows up <laughs> to the annual meetings every year and does book signings for two days, and he then was he does this speaker at our women's mm-hmm. event last year. Oh, and I'm sorry, I love that event, but I left early. I left early because of time constraints, but at the same time, I was like, someone get me a drink if I'm going to listen to him droning on about himself. Well, no one's gonna. <coughs> you know, it's his opportunity to promote his music, and uh, I feel like and it's and somebody, yeah, and it's somebody else's expense. Bad for saying it, I'm probably not gonna get an invite this year now. <laughs> oh, now <laughs> I just shut myself. I get foot. I get stopped a lot walking the show floor. I can only imagine what it's like for you. Yeah. You get approached by a lot of people, right? I do. So every year I pick a couple booths and I make a schedule mm. and I give everyone my schedule so they can come find me. So gotcha. they don't have to stop me in an aisle. It happens anyway. Yeah. This year I'm flying solo. I think the only booth that I'll I'll spend time at is at Benelli. And that's probably it. So this year I want to try to see everything I can see. And and I have a lot of, like, I want to check out a lot of um, UTM stuff and different stuff for training that I'll be doing this year. So I suspect that I won't see as much as I want to see. Mm-hmm. People won't be able to find me in one place, so they'll be stopping me in the aisles. Yeah. Yeah, I get stopped on escalators mm-hmm. and, and, and the show floor. And I, I had to I walk d- down an up escalator because some guy was like, please come take a picture of me. And I couldn't say no, and I felt so bad because I was pushing through these people going up. And I'm like... You know, you feel like you're running standing still mm-hmm. going down an up escalator. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm coming, kind of thing. It's it's fun. You know, the gun people are a different community. Yeah. You know. Friendly. They're, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's their values and everything. Are, yeah. are, they're more yeah. in line with real America, you know. Yes. 
And uh, but you, re- everybody, I am, I implore everybody. If you have to next year, plan your vacation. Go to the NRA yes. annual meeting. You will have a blast. Yeah. And it's in Nashville next year. I'm like 99 percent sure it's Nashville next year. So that's a good vacation spot too. It's a great town. Yeah. It is. I found some really great liquor I'd never known before while I was in Nashville. Oh really? See, I don't yeah. drink. I'm not a big drinker, but, but I like food. Man, that stuff is good. Oh, I had I had duck confit uh, tater tots. Duck confit tater yeah, tots. Man, no, oh yeah. god, it sounds really? gross. But my friend Tim was like, yeah, "We'll try it. It'd be strange." And they were delicious. Oh, okay. They were delicious. Tim Tim can handle. It. He's a big guy. Yeah. He's a strong guy. Mm-hmm. He can bench press nine thousand pounds. He's my backup. He's her yes. backup. Or my sure. front up, because when we go I, through a oh, crowd, he goes first sometimes. I got to sneak on him like two years ago <laughs> at either a shot show or the NRA meeting. I saw him heading into a restroom, and then I went up behind him in a stall. I went. Tim, I love you. <laughs> and he's like, who's this? I'm like, ha ha, I gotcha. Did he ever tell you that story? He did. He's like, Anthony got me in the bathroom. I was like, what do you mean got you in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, especially when it's Anthony, you never know. Uh, what? <laughs> I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000 pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick, but just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. 
Just follow the link on the gunforhireradio.com homepage. You're not. This segment is brought to you by Dr. Brian Tanz, NewYorkSmile.com. Check out Dr. Brian Tanz's office, NewYorkSmile.com. He's on 210 East 68th Street, New York, New York. Support those who support you. Don't forget to follow Tactici on Facebook. And where else can people find you? Your website? Instagram, the website. The website is under construction. We're doing some new things on the website. It's going to be exciting. Uh, meow, meow. Yeah. Um, on Facebook and Instagram mostly. I don't cool. really tweet that much. I'm not a tweeter. No, I no. tweet. Yeah. Uh, check me out in Christian Times Magazine. I'm on the cover. You can buy it on Barnes and Noble and Amazon.com. And Barnes and Nobles has them in the store. I actually, my life is so busy, 24 hours a day, that it took a long time to put that together because mm-hmm. I can't even read a book because my phone, everything never stops. Yeah. It's hard. You know. You know. Mm-hmm. You answer every response. I, know. I don't know how you do it. I'm going to Mexico in November, and I cannot wait because the last time I went to Mexico, I added on the international, make sure I can call, and within the first 48 hours, my phone died. No one could figure it out. Verizon, nobody. It was actually like that for two days after I got back, and you know what? I panicked for about 12 hours, and I was like, this is wonderful. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to put international calling on it when I go this time. <laughs> I turned my international calling on for Ireland. Did you? Oh, oh you need to. No, I turned it on. No, I have oh. to. I have to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it was like uh, $100 or something yeah. for the month, even though I'm only going to be there like 12 days. But yeah. I, I do it every time I go. And texting is really cheap. Phone calls are still a little more expensive. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, And then I have Wi-Fi calling on my phone, too. Uh, on the oh, yeah. iPhone, so yeah. Scott hooked that up for me. So if I'm in a hotel or at a Starbucks or something, I can call and talk to Patty, or I can talk to anybody, and it's no charge. Nice. So I did the same thing in China, Turkey, Egypt, yeah. whatever. Uh, real quick, I was on a podcast, a head-to-head podcast. You can find this. Chris and Scott, two Marines. They interviewed me for 40 minutes. One of them lives in New Jersey. One of them lives in a free state. So it's called the Head to Head Podcast. If anybody wants to check it out, they're available everywhere. You can uh, look them up and uh, listen to my thing. Uh, I want. Don't forget Christian Times Magazine. Okay, listen to me really quick here. You know, the state of New Jersey is, is still dragging their feet on our Rogers right to carry case. Three days before they were due to file the Supreme Court mandated brief our response they asked for another 30 day extension and they got it and they got it they can ask for another one Dan Schmutter told me by the way so right now they have until uh, April 19th but listen to this letter okay Dear Harris, Mr. Harris, on behalf of the state respondents, I request a 30-day extension to April 19th of the time to file a brief in the opposition to a petition for a writ of seriatory filed in the above-cited case. This is the Rogers case, all right? Listen to what this is. They said, counsel for the state respondents have deadlines in other cases that were pending in other courts before this court requested opposition to the petition for the New Jersey State Rifle Pistol Clubs versus Gruel. You know why? Because they're busy suing Trump for everything. So they can postpone uh, because they're busy, but other people couldn't postpone because they're other lawyers. Have correct. Working with other correct. Lawyers. So, and then listen to what else Grubel wrote. He goes, in addition, this case involves a constitutional challenge to a state statute. All right? They're squirming. See, they didn't file, uh, Chrissy, they didn't file a brief when we went to the Supreme Court because they thought the Supreme Court was going to laugh it off. Uh-huh. So then the Supreme Court 
a couple days before they were due to take it to the next step, said to New Jersey, file yeah, a brief. Get your shit together Not, and file. <laughs> we need you. You are fi- And they had to file. So New Jersey waited. They had 30 days. They waited 27 days to ask for a 30-day extension. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Okay. Now what? I'm, now, now Dan Schmutter and Scott Box say it's it's a and so does Evan Knappen. It's a good sign because someone in the Supreme Court is looking at our case. Mm. They didn't just not take it a month and a half ago. Mm. So now, if we if the Supreme Court takes our Rogers case, they took the New York City case. Mm-hmm. By the way, there was another NRA victory in the city uh, yesterday as well. Uh, in New York, now you can possess stun guns and tasers. Okay, really? We'll shock yeah. our assailants to death yep. before they shoot but us. But you can't have right. a nail clipper. We can't have a nail clipper. But so, so what's going to happen is now by April nineteenth, they have to file with the Supreme Court. Dan Schmutter said we have fourteen days to respond, but the Supreme Court doesn't wait for our response because it's so late now. Because they have to have their cases wrapped up for May if they're going to hear them in October. We may know, like the first week of May. If we're going to go before the Supreme Court, if we go before the Supreme Court with the Rogers case, we're going to get concealed carry in New Jersey, and we're going to help about 16 other states. Now, here's the deal. That's so soon. For, for all of you people out there, <laughs> spread this out to your friends and family. I just did a rant about this yesterday. This case is backed up by the ANJRPC and the NRA and a ton of us volunteers, and Dan Schmutter, and Evan Knappen, and David Jensen, and Scott Bach, and the NRA's law firm of Coopers and Kirk, they are pushing this case in New Jersey for the Third Circuit and now to the U.S. Supreme Court. The NRA is doing this for us. The state NRA is doing this for us. CNJFO, this Coalition of New Jersey Firearms Owners, they submitted an amicus brief as well amicus brief. They submitted one too. So everybody is on top of this. So don't give me this crap. What has the NRA done? Rah, 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 rah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> if you want if you want to help a fund me case, we have we have obviously we have uh, the Cheeseman and Gillard case, which is restore carry um, restore dash carry dash NJ on their GoFundMe page. Those guys are self funding uh, their case and they've raised about twenty three thousand dollars already to pay legal fees. You know I posted something the other day Chrissy, that people should support the case, and somebody posted, well, how much of it's going for salaries and stuff like that? And I posted back, every dime has gone to legal fees. Mm -hmm. Mark Cheeseman, Gillard, Jay, Factor, they're not drawing a salary off of this. I hate people, man. (laughs) I'll tell you, I hate, oh, the humanity, (laughs) right? Give me a dog any day or a cat any day. Or even a golf. Well, goldfish look at you dirty sometimes. They stare at you, you know, it bothers you. They don't blink. They don't blink. They just stare you down. Fish can't blink. It's creepy. Fish can't blink? No. They have no eyelids. Yeah. Like normal fish. I mean, like predatory fish Mm -hmm. do. They have that cover that goes over their eyes. I dated a girl once I had no eyelids. That was creepy. (laughs) You know, I actually believe it. You got. I wish you guys could see my face. Yeah. I know it wasn't. It wasn't pleasant right now. <laughs> her, her face looked like she ate a grapefruit <laughs> instead of a tangerine. Yeah, and thought it was a tangerine. Yeah. So, so we we're progressing here, and mm-hmm. the NRA is pushing these other cases in all these other district courts. Trump has flipped a few courts already. Oh, by the way, there was no uh, the Mueller report's done. There was no further indictments, huh? Wow, that's surprising, huh? <laughs> But already now the Democrats say they're going to subpoena uh, Mueller and his whole team. I wish we could just start moving forward again. 
They're not going to do that. No, they're n- no one's going to let that happen. No. no one on that side is going to let that happen. What about you in Pennsylvania? You see this new registration bill that they're pondering? Yeah, they're pondering. They've pondered it before. It won't go through, like knock on wood. But I, I don't. I don't think it'll go. How the hell would they actually impose that? How would they make people the do that? How are they going to enforce it. this? It's not enforceable. It's not. It's and your past attorney general, who's in prison, also got disbarred <laughs> last week. <laughs> oh, she did. Huh? Kane, oh, yeah, Miss Kane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, she got. She they disbarred her now. It took so. long enough. Yeah, so she's in prison and she's disbarred. But is she still the attorney general? No, 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 no. no, no. But uh, she was for a long time. Yeah, she yeah. was. She tried to extort everybody. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, know, she, she got was, caught. She ruined the carry permits for non-residents and everything. Uh-huh. She just was on a tear. Yeah. yeah. So there is some justice sometimes, but the wheels of justice are so slow. Slow. You know, we dealt with the Drake case four and a half, five years ago, concealed carry in New Jersey, and the Supreme Court didn't take it. And now Rogers' case is right on the precipice, and I pray every night that they take it because I can't wait to do the dance for Loretta Weinberg and Gruel and <laughs> Murphy. You know, here's what I love about these uh, politicians, that uh, they just got crap from uh, Thomas Homan, who's the ta- uh, acting director of ICE, and he says that we should start locking these politicians up that don't follow the law. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. Murphy and Gruel and Gavin Newsom in California, they're not following federal law for immigration, mm-hmm. but we're expected to follow every law to a mm-hmm. T. How does that of how does that work, that hypocrisy yeah. there? Do as I say, not as I do. But I want They're the, above well, the that's law. How I want the option. Works. I want mm-hmm. the option to pick yeah. what laws I follow or I don't. So you want to talk about it's not socialism, it's communism, by the way. This gentleman comes in, Raul, he comes in to shoot all the time. He's sixty three years old. He's a Cuban. Mm-hmm. He escaped, his family escaped after Castro in the uh, early sixties. He was telling me that the indoctrination started in kindergarten in Cuba, mm-hmm. like the liberals and the progressives indoctrinate our kids today. He goes, in Cuba, it started in the colleges, then it went to the high schools, then it went to the elementary schools. So uh-huh. they would go into the kinder- into kindergarten, the, the military, Fidel yeah. Castro's people, and they would say to the kids, do you believe in God? And they'd say, yeah. Do you want candy? And the kids would say, yeah. they go, okay, pray to God for candy. What? And they'd have them pray. And they, after they were done praying, they said, did you get any candy? No. Okay. Now, do you believe in the military? Do you believe in Fidel Castro? Yes. Here's candy. What? And they would pass the candy out to the kids in kindergarten. He told me the story Friday in the range. So Holy crap. you ask God for something, you don't get anything. Right. But you ask the government for something, right. and guess what? Oh. You get what, well, you wow. get whatever you want. And then they rewrote all of the books, Okay. Cuba has a bad economy because of the Yankees and imperialism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cuba has people get measles because of the Yankees and right. imperialism. He says everything was written from kindergarten up to, bl- and he said they used Yankees. Everything was written, blame the Yankees and imperialism. That's kind of happening in Venezuela right now. It, it, it's yes. been yes. happening yes. in Venezuela. I, I was on this forum the other day about that, like there were people from Venezuela arguing with people from America. They're like, you have no idea what you're talking about. We just fled because everything that you're saying is backwards. They're not helping us. They're harming us. We don't have access to hospitals and medication, but you're telling us we have free health care. You don't know what's going on. You're not there. And people's minds were exploding. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy what people yeah, they're believe. They're drinking yeah. sewer water. Yeah. Right. They're Doctor, drinking water out of the street. Doctors have no way to wash their hands in between surgeries. Mm-hmm. There's no power. Mm-hmm. So imagine an operating room without any clean water 
before Louis Pasteur, and <laughs> no, how do you how do you even administer anesthesia? They can't get clean gauze. No. They have no clean no, no, gauze right now. But they have free health care. But they have free health care. Yeah. That's right. I yeah. gotta, I gotta dig in now. You know, you're less than half my age, so you wouldn't remember this. But <laughs> Romania had a dictator called Nicolae Ceausescu. Mm-hmm. I hired a guy. I talked about this before. Uh, uh, pal. His name was P.A.L. Pal, and uh, I hired him uh, as a mechanic, um, m- machinery mechanic, many, many years ago, and he grew up in Romania. And under Ceausescu, TV, radio, everything was controlled by Romania. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, the people got fed up with Ceausescu. They dragged him and his family out of the castle, and they executed them in the streets on ah. TV. And he had like 24-carat gold fixtures and everything in the, in the country, the Eastern European country was, was starving. So this guy, my guy Pal, um, he got sponsored by Catholic Community Services to come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. because he had nothing. And he came to the U.S. and he had the rudest awakening in his life because all through grade school mm-hmm. and high school, Romania invented popcorn. Romania sent a man mm-hmm. to the moon. Mm-hmm. Romania won all the world wars. Romania is the world leader. Romania started. Everything he was taught yeah. was that Romania was uh. responsible for. So it's that indoctrination. Just like now in our schools, all the kids are taught, you know, safe spaces, uh, yeah. socialism right. is good, which let's call it what it is. It's communism. Right. Don't is hurt good. anyone's feelings. Yeah. Don't yeah. speak your mind. Correct. Yeah. Don't be rude. Mm-hmm. Being rude is, is, you know, that should be eliminated from free speech in college right. campuses. Yeah. <laughs> well, Trump just signed an executive order where you have to have, you have to allow free speech. Yeah. You so have to, an executive order. An executive correct. order for a constitutional, a constitutional right. right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sound familiar with the Second Amendment? <laughs> but a lot of people just don't grasp this. <laughs> and it's because I think they're, they're, they're ignorant, and I'm not saying that. They're just ignorant to the facts because they've grown up in whatever, Bayonne, New Jersey, and, and never left Bayonne, New Jersey. Uh, went to school in Bayonne, you know, and, and have never been to parts of the world where you see the stark differences mm-hmm. and the reality that is. How many times have I said every teenage American should spend six months in a third world country? Yeah. I mean, it's a long time. even if it was the Peace Corps. I think they'd get the hint after you know, a week. Yeah. Six months. Six you know, months. First world people problems. My battery doesn't last <laughs> yeah. all day. Right. Third world people problems. Come on, Tissy, let's go find some drinking water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's start out in the morning and go get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. big water. big difference. Yeah. Big difference. Right. All right. First world people problems. I I can't stand it. We have to press a button. Isn't there an app for that? Yeah. Right. But but you know it's it's this college indoctrination and high school now mm-hmm. and grade school that's creating these entitled people that are coming through that don't realize they have to work for anything. And overeducated morons who, you know, <laughs> I had this discussion with a colleague just the other day that would, everybody has to have a master's degree and a doctorate to, to, to do anything today. And I'm like, you people are idiots. <laughs> you, you can't, I've sat in a room with every, everyone had a master's degree and the only thing that they could do, you know, one had a master's degree in women's studies. Okay. What kind of job does that get? I, I don't know. A secretary job? And, and <laughs> sitting in a, in a room. And these are the entry-level requirements for this one organization had entry-level requirements. A master's or higher. And I'm like, dude, you, you don't need a master's degree because nothing gets done here. 
This is a this is an NGO. You don't do anything all day long, but have meetings to have meetings to talk about which meeting you're gonna have next. <laughs> That's so. either a woodpecker or a gunsmith. You hear any other? Uh, okay, I was like, what? You just was trying to get in the door, didn't you? So, yeah. Sounded like a yeah. My uh, um, Patty's daughter, Michaela, talks about in school they're not allowed to dissent from the professors, male or female. It's not, so it's not allowed. what is it about higher education yeah. that's higher education at that yeah. point? It's, you, it's indoctrination. Yeah. They have some teachers that just, you know, professors just badmouth the president, badmouth Republicans, badmouth this. But we've sat by and allowed this. Correct, correct, correct. 65 $80,000 a year to have your kids indoctrinated, <laughs> basically. And, and it started in our generation. You know, our generation started, they took history away, and it became what? Social studies? Social studies. studies. Yeah. yeah. And all that yeah. bullshit where you take, I had a guy years ago, I hired a guy, uh, he, he ran a, a, a very large national uh, medical laboratory. And I, and I met him and I hired him, and I didn't know why I hired him. I just hired him, <laughs> you know, because he was retired, and his wife said, if you don't get the hell out of the house, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. And he started selling stuff, and he came in to try to sell me something one day. And I said, Ed, just come work for me. He's like, doing what? I said, I don't know. We'll figure it out. <laughs> this guy, he had a bachelor's degree from, you know, uh, Am Am I think it was Amherst University. And the shit he knew that guys on my staff who had PhDs and MDs did not know was incredible. And it was a, I think I hired him, he had to be, what, 65 when I hired him. And I, I couldn't have been more than 30 years old. And uh, it was just incredible how much the educational system had deteriorated in that 30-year period. Mm -hmm. It was just incredible. And I, and I see it today, and I'm like, I just shake my head. I'm going to talk about New Zealand when we come back. Mm -hmm. The entire country? Yes. No, Christchurch, New Zealand. I know a lot of people in Christchurch. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe 
in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And this segment is brought to you by Shooter's Gauntlet, shootersgauntlet.com. Crazy Bob Ramo and his wife Patty run a range and own a range in Monroton, PA, near Tobihana, I believe. Uh, check out shootersgauntlet.com. That's where we have our long-distance shoots, and Bob is looking for, like, an Apache helicopter carcass <laughs> so he can attach it to a zip line so you can get in it and go running and sliding down a hill or whatever, because he's crazy. But shootersgauntlet.com is the place to be. We talked about the GoFundMe account. We talked about March on Murphy. April 7th is the deadline to get your ballots in for Calandro for NRA. Um, let's talk about uh, a tragedy that occurred. Uh, so a guy uh, decided that he was going to kill as many people as possible and he attacked uh, two mosques in New Zealand in Christchurch, New Zealand and as of today 50 people are dead and uh, about 50 more are wounded and uh, the question I post to everybody out there is how come there's never uh, any mass shootings of our politicians what's the common denominator there how come nobody goes into a state house uh, or down in Washington DC and gets to shoot 50 politicians armed guards Ah, uh, there you go you both get an A today <laughs> heavily guarded mm -hmm. banks office buildings in major cities, high-paid executives, billionaires, police departments, police departments yeah. all political meeting places. Mm. So what don't we protect? Let's see. Citizenry? Citizenry in general. So houses I've been talking of houses of worship. Wow. I don't care if it's a temple, a synagogue, a church, a mosque, or whatever it is your religion that you follow. People that have this draw to a higher being should not have to be worried about being slaughtered because of someone else's uh, religious beliefs or political beliefs. Now, I saw the videos of the shooting. They kept taking them down, but I, did anybody here see the videos? No. 
I actually searched, and every time I you're better off. Yeah, well, I I didn't want to see the did, whole thing did, did unfold. Did he film this? Yeah. He was wearing body cams and helmet cams. So I never played Call of Duty, but I've seen video games. So imagine the camera here and the gun extended, and he wrote stuff all over mm-hmm. the gun, people's names and names white of previous mass mass shooters. Correct, all previous mass shooters. It's like a thing now that these yeah. psychopaths do. And this is him going through the mosque. Not a problem and here. Massacring people. Not one person rushed the nut except at the end. Somebody rushed him, but nobody was armed, obviously. No armed guards. But, you know, he shoots a mom, and the kid runs, a three-year-old kid, and he just executes the three. I saw it on video. And I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what your background is. It's a three-year-old kid. Right. You know, and anyway, so you watch it, and then he... Then he goes outside, and there's a random woman walking on the street, and he mm-hmm. puts one in her center of mass, and then he walks over, and he shoots her two more times in the head, and then he gets in his car, and he runs her over on his way to the second mosque, you know? Oh, that I didn't know about. I knew he shot her, but he, he ran, ran her, her boom, over, boom, too? Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, he ran her over. I mean, you talk about hatred, right? And then he flashed this white supremacy sign from the police department. Obviously, you know, when they locked him up, he, he did the whatever it is. The OK sign, obviously, upside down is... Uh. You know, I don't know. I don't keep up with this uh, gang signals and supremacy signals. But so the average citizenry is not allowed to protect itself. They tell us to hire a guard. Well, we all know that that if you're in church or any place of worship and you're hire a thirty dollar an hour guard or a cop, <laughs> if I'm going to go in, he's the first person that's going to get killed, yeah, or he's going to be the first person to run. Right. But Tissy, if you were married with three kids and your husband and three kids were inside that house of worship and you were outside doing security detail and a van pulled up and a couple guys got out, would you run? Towards them. Towards them. Exactly. We talk about that all the time. No, I mean, these people were lambs to the slaughter. And again, we protect everything else that our political elites deem is important. But we're not important. And then always the knee-jerk reaction is ban guns. Yeah, well, it's a gun's fault. Gun violence, so the gun is violent. Ban guns. So you're allowed, you can carry in most places of worship in Pennsylvania, right? Yes. Yes, see, so New Jersey, we can't do that. Obviously, New Zealand. Now, New Zealand, they ban semi-auto guns. Right. They ban high-capacity magazines and semi-auto guns. And what about London, where there's more murders in the uh, course of a day than... With knives. With knives, knife attacks, yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you take away knives, they'll use bricks and rocks. Did you hear they want to register knives? Seriously? Like kitchen knives and everything. They want (laughs) them serialized and registered. Yeah, there's legislation for that now. Again, we keep missing the point here. And and these people, I mean, the the video is quite shocking. It still keeps popping up, uh, and then you watch it, and then you go to watch it again, and it's gone. Don't watch it. Don't don't watch it. Uh, I looked at it from a learning experience, but you can't help but get emotional on it because you know, yeah. Like I said, women and children, but like three year old, like a like a little kid, and yeah, I mean, an animal, and like you know, New Zealand, like the maximum he's facing is like twenty years in prison. What the. Under under socialism, socialist prison reform. Sandy, what island was that where the guy killed like eighty five people or whatever? Oh, I can't remember. Remember, yeah. was yeah. it in like Netherlands or yeah, something? He Netherlands. gets out soon. He does. Yeah, the what? maximum prison and sentence. It was all is children. Two, yeah, all yeah, children. The maximum the maximum uh, prison sentence is twenty years in most socialist countries. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't want to spend a lot of money, you know. Yeah, gets out. You, he killed like fifty or sixty kids. Yeah. 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 He gets out soon. That's how it works. My, uh, yes, liberalism. 
So, you know, and the media writes how these places of worship struggle with security. In New Jersey, synagogues, churches, and mosques have approached me repeatedly about they want to get trained, they want to get armed. And I've got Nevin Knappen and Dan Schmutter involved. They can't. Right. You can't We've be tried armed. It a number of times. Yes, they tell you hire an armed guard. Yeah. Which again, who's going to protect you better, an armed guard or your family? Right. You know, now the mosques and synagogues and churches the past couple of weeks they've had a cop car parked out front during service hours. What is that yeah, going right. to do? Right. right. He's a sitting duck. He, first of all, correct. Right. If I was that cop, I would not be texting no. or anything. No. I'd have my no. car backed against the wall, yeah. looking straight yeah. out 180. Right. Because again, he's the point man. He's going to get it sure. first. Absolutely. I hope they think that way. But there's no there's no room for this, you know. There really is no room for this. Uh, I don't listen. More people have died in the name of religion than anything else mm-hmm. in the history of this right. world. Mm-hmm. So it's not going away, you know. Um, and the only reason this, you know, there were two there are two factors here in New Zealand. The only reason that it got any kind of press at all is because a a gun was used, and b because it was a mosque, because every single day look at look at in uh, Nigeria, in Nigeria they're slaughtering Christians by the but wholesale, I mean, by the thousands a week, and no one is saying a word about it. It's like slave trade or something yeah. that's going on there, too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's the same old thing, the Muslims killing Christians in Nigeria, mm-hmm. and no one really cares. It, it, it's because it's, I, I, why? I don't, I When you have think no about idea. it, uh, you know, radical Christians, Muslim, Jews, Buddhists, whatever it may be, is it's amazing how I don't know too many radical Buddhists. I know I'm just fr- I'm just trying to cover all the bases, but you know you think about it, killing in the name of religion. Wow, I yeah. mean, how stupid. Yeah, you know how how stupid. An oxymoron, right? I yeah. mean, we're killing in the name of religion. Uh, any and it's not going to go away. No. Um, but anyway, I there there needs to be answers. But meanwhile, we have governors like ours that want to take all the guns away except for That's his security s- detail. There's a solution <laughs> to everything except for theirs. It, if it, it'd be fine, like we've said a, a hundred times. Okay, you first. Yeah. 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 Re- remove all the uh, firearms from your state police who guard you mm-hmm. and your armed uh, detail. Not working. But we talk, we have this argument all the time. Now in New Jersey, they're going to allow uh, retired prison guards to uh, protect schools too. Right now it was only retired like sworn police officers, but now they're allowing prison guards who've had training. I'm all for it. They have benefits. We've talked sure. about this all the time. Yeah. But already in a lot of liberal towns in Bergen County, they're protesting because they don't want guns in their school. You see what I mean? Like, how do you fix that? Yeah. It's a cop. You can't fix stupid. You don't want a cop with a gun in your school. I follow Andrew Pollock all the time, whose daughter was killed in Parkland, mm-hmm. and he, you know his, his hashtag is fix it. Yes. You know, because we keep missing the point here, and yeah. uh, our yeah. politicians—they they know they don't care. Yes, exactly. They're they protected, know and they don't care. <laughs> you know, before when you were talking about doing a happy dance, uh, you know, in front of Loretta Weinberg and, and this scumbag <laughs> down in in Trenton. Uh huh. I don't think they care. I think they know, and I don't think they really care that much about the issue. It's just that they need to form the opposition in order to get the money. True. All right, I've talked enough. Take over, Tissy. Me? Yeah, please take over. Why am I taking? What am I, I don't I know. Talk over? to Sandy about something. I don't want to talk to you anymore. I'm going on the phone. You don't want to talk to me? I don't want to talk to either one of you. There he goes. What did we do? No, I just feel like being detached. This happens. I don't understand. I'm checking in my mail. His, oh, his medication whoa. level. Kale, kale is on sale. So he doesn't yeah. want to talk to us, but he'll talk out loud about absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> Kale is on sale right now. You know what? I don't want to come to any of your forums at NRAM anymore. What? What? Speak to an empty room for all I care. Oh my <laughs> God! If I get a board <laughs> seat, if I get a board seat, I'm getting her on some committees. I want, I want, I want to get. She's going to see how the sausage is made, and then she'll never talk to me again. Yeah, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't eat hot dogs because all they're made out of is assholes and lips. Mm, right. I haven't had a hot dog in five years. <laughs> so, so if you're telling me it's like mm. sausage is made, maybe I don't. Want there's to no. There's a lot of good things <laughs> that go on. It's just uh, a lot of paralysis through analysis. Of course. It's a big shift. and lips. It's kind of like every political seat I've ever seen. Right? <laughs> it's kind of like Trenton or so far. I so think they're the hot dogs and bologna of the yeah Harrisburg. So I don't yeah. think hot dogs and bologna. That's the same thing. You were at the Great American Outdoor Show. I was not this year. I, I didn't hate that show. God, what were you I saying? love that show. That's why I wasn't there. Yeah. Isn't that that giant one up in Harrisburg? I hate that yeah. show. Oh, yeah. I like that. You know what? There is a lot to see at that show. Yeah, but a, it's I, you know why? Uh, I like the farm complex. It Ew. smells see, like horse shit in yes. there. Yeah, see, I'm okay with that, though. Ew. I grew up on a farm, so. That show is the most poorly laid out show oh, no, in the history oh, of the no, world. No, really. Yeah, because you go from one building to another building. It's, it's like, what the fuck? What happened here? Mm. The nicest hotel is like six miles away. It's like the... Well, we yeah. used to just yeah. drive. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, drive it's out there. The, s- the name of the hotel was Turn Here Hotel. Turn. <laughs> yeah, it was the Turn Here Hotel. I stayed. I stayed in a Four right. Points or something, right, Sheridan right, or something. Right next to the Eat Here restaurant. It's just... And, and you know, it's two weekends long. I the problem with that show is that it is on the heels of SHOT Show. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. I mean, right. it was the next weekend yeah, this yeah. year, and I don't know who's planning these things, but you need to fix that next year. Yeah. Well, they're if two you separate are listening things. That's true. No, that's true. The, the they don't know the schedule? The NRA and the NSSF, the SHOT Show. Yeah. Um, no, no, you're right. schedule. Somebody you're right. should be looking yeah. at the schedule. I don't How think it should be two weekends. No, it's it, that's the, that's the yeah, thing. That's, that's a long It's time. entirely way too long, yeah. and you have people going from SHOT Show... To this show. Directly there. And they're exhausted. Yeah. And it And they shows. don't want to deal with you. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And exactly. so many big companies have pulled out because of that reason. Yep. That's I'm not crazy. Uh, I haven't gone in years and it it's for three hour great. drive. I think the last time we went was when we went, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we went. He went because he wanted to stop for ice cream. It's a whole different story. <laughs> well, he knew an ice cream place that was close. No, he knew an ice cream place that was close. Two of them, two actually. Two, yeah. Well, we me had, and Jimmy I think, were we, for that. We I think we stopped at both. <laughs> yeah, we did, of course. One on the way out. One <laughs> My on the way kind back. of trip. Check out Tactissi online on Facebook, Instagram. She doesn't tweet that much. Her website will be up shortly. She's going to be on again to talk about this stuff uh, with the uh, UTM Force on Force. The Saw Group, March 31st, membership table in the range. April 16th, kids event with Eddie Eagle. May 19th, uh, we're running an RSO class for women only. Become an NRA instructor. Jimmy the Gun Guy is teaching that. Uh, That's how we got to meet Tactissi many, many moons ago. And uh, don't forget, Calandro for NRA and we the people of NJ.com. I will see you there Tuesday. Uh, if this rally goes well, I'm almost ready to start flipping cars and burning shit. But that's another story. <laughs> flipping cars and burning shit? Yes! In the yellow yeah, One out. of my dreams. Really? Flipping yes. cars and burning That's a dream of yours? Yes. An aspiration? Yes. Okay. Sounds fun. Yes. I'll bring uh, the marshmallow. Yeah. Tissy, I we'll thank you for coming on the show. Sandy's going to thank you as well. He's much more professional than me. Thank you for having I'm out, me. I'm O-U-T here. Go. I'm O-U-T here? Yes. What do you want? Okay. Talk. That's great. 
Thank you, Chrissy, for coming. <laughs> oh my God! I'll be there. Just for just for putting up with him, sitting five feet away from this. You see what I have to put up with each and every week now. You know, this is great though, because now I get to go in the shoot house and shoot at things, and I've got that anger inside. Cool. Like I, I had told, to sit through this the whole time. I told our chief it. instructor Bob Prouse, who's running the force on force, I said. Tissy can't believe you're instructing. She said, you don't look very masculine. Oh, my God. You did not. Yep, so now you're going in now. Nice. And I get tore <laughs> up. All right, well, you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gunfire Radio. Gunfire Radio is a kind of thing media production. The music is in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gunfire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Uh, March on Trenton, the 26th. That is two days from now. See you there.